Most of you have no foundation at all. Now, the trouble's with your attitude. I don't like the fact that when, as soon as I walk outside of my house, it is going to be Niagara Falls running down the crack of my ad. Shut up and sit down. Last time on the show. They lick their boots. <laughs> like, like yeah. what happened to you people? You were the rebels with, with that flag saying, fuck the police. You That's were the That's a really ones. interesting point, man. That's a great point. It's so funny. Um, that entire show, yeah. the premise was... That, fuck the police. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much fuck the police, but it was like a complete disrespect for the law. I and mean, they you, were you're literally... Yeah, they, they were running from the law constantly. Like, it was just an entire 30 minutes of a 1969 Dodge Charger flipping off a bridge. Yeah. Yes. Like, yes. Because they wouldn't just... They were literally, for 30 minutes, resisting arrest every (laughs) single week. Yeah. I'm gonna learn that Rugrats theme if it kills me. <laughs> All right, time. welcome to welcome to Critical Mass. Today's topics: Rocco's underbelly and why it smells. So it's a great question, and I'm just gonna tell you now: it's never gonna be answered. Okay, um, it remains a mystery. It, it is. It's one of the wonders of the world. So I've been told by my psychiatrist. Anyway, um, thanks Parts everyone. Parts of his for... skin have never seen daylight. <laughs> it's that's come on, no, come you, on, Dan. Have you, have you, <laughs> got, you guys, guys know who the rapper Big Pun is? I've heard. I feel of like them. I've heard of that name. Uh, uh, he was a big dude. Like if once we get off here, you guys can look him up. But he's got a he was a big big dude, and uh, he's got this story where he was in the studio. He was a big a big prankster. He liked to like play jokes on people, um, and he was like in the studio, and they were there all day and. You know, sitting, sweating, you know, and I'm telling you, he was a big dude. There's a reason why I call him Big Punisher. And uh, the story goes that, like, he was messing with one of the guys in the studio. I can't recall exactly who it was, but, like, he he took his index and middle finger and, like, rubbed them underneath, like, in the creases of, like, his underbelly. Oh, no. No, And, like, just, stop. like, was just rubbing them and rubbing Ugh. them. And, like, he was, like, putting them, like, to the dude's nose. You know, he was putting his fingers to the dude's nose. And he was just messing with them the whole day. But it's it's a fucked up story. <laughs> Excuse me while I barf. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, that story everyone... popped up in my head when you talked about Rocco's underbelly. You know, I'm just... Think, I'm so glad. Uh, first of all, Ruben's back. If you haven't noticed, um, <laughs> Ruben's <laughs> back, 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 back again, talking about male fupas. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> the shit I want to hear tonight. Talk about big puns, Fupa. <laughs> Please don't die. That's Please the sound don't of die. Ruben choking. By the way, Ruben's in Miami and we cannot help him. <laughs> so blink twice wow. if you need help. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I almost lost it there. Jesus. Oh. Well, welcome back. That's All what right. we do. Um, <laughs> you almost so, killed me here. <laughs> I did. I did not mean to. 
Um, but we're we're so glad you're back. Um, gotta be here. Awesome. And uh, I just kind of I wanted to just ebb and flow today and talk about some shit. Um, you know, Dan, uh, whatever you've got going on too, and and obviously Ruben. Um, but I wanna I wanna come in hot really quick. I wanna come in real hot. Yeah, right. and, a hot take. That's a hot take. What do you got? Yeah, and I'm coming in hot here, and I can't wait to hear from the two of you on this. But so we're we're watching the pre-show to the debate, right? Okay. So first of all, first of all, you know what else has a pre-show? Monday Night Football. This is supposed to be a debate. This is supposed to be an educated experience to think about who's going to best run our country. Wow. And there's a. There's a pre-show, number one. Number two, uh, across the bottom, it said, and I have a photo of it, and I'll, I'm going to post it. It said, Trump's team encouraging him, him to to interrupt less. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's the advice is being given. And the last point I want to make is they were discussing how Trump is going to use this time to go after Joe Biden's family, but Joe Biden's team is ready for those attacks. Now, a debate is about a topic that you then have an argument about that where you utilize. Well, it's um, supposed to be about policy. I mean, yeah. these debates, this should be about policy. But they're, deba- they're supposed to be debating topics. Right. This is what is unfolding. Guys. Am I going crazy? I want to hear from both of you. <laughs> no, you're not going crazy, Rocco. It's just the state of American politics right now. I mean, right. it's a joke. Everything's a joke. I mean, it's just it's blown out of proportion. Um, it's hyperbolic, um, while at the same time being lackluster. I mean, it's yeah. just pathetic. You have one side that says this. The other side says this. I mean, everybody's in their own camp at this point. We've said it before. If you're on the fence, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Like, what planet are you on? First of yeah. all, yeah. What you know? What country are you living in? Um, at the end of the day, right now, you know, I, I voted. I, I found myself in a debate with my uh, with one of my older brothers earlier, and I just thought about it, and I just like in the middle of it, I was just like, "Well, you know what, dude? It, it really doesn't matter because I voted already." You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, mm-hmm. either you've made your choice. Uh, or you haven't you're either going to sit this one out or you're going to put your money where your mouth is and you're going to stop complaining and you're going to do something about it and you're going to go out there and vote so it's just and then in in reference to to those kinds of topics and those headlines if that's what you want to call them um pre-debate uh it's ridiculous it's ridiculous where we're at you know watching that first debate was was embarrassing listening to him talk about hunter biden and his drug addiction like one in like I don't know how many families, probably like one in one, um, have dealt with <laughs> some sort of you know something like that, whether it's alcoholism or 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 some sort of addiction. Um, you know, it just it, it it goes to show less and less how inhuman Trump really is, how disconnected oh. he really is. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That, I, that, that, I you're not going crazy for sure. I agree. I agree, well, Ruben. Um, but I, I actually have a text message from the president right here, and he's asking me to ask you, mm-hmm. um, being a member of the Latinx community, how many illegal dead immigrants have you gotten to vote so far? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's what you he know, says. I got, I got, I got, I got them all. You know, I got the whole. You got all. You got like three million, huh? I wow. see. I, I see my father's father, my father's father's father. You know, they all like, voted. Them all vote. They're all voting, man. And it's <laughs> and it's ridiculous that that's the narrative, right? Like, yes. That's the narrative, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Dead people are voting. They're busing in illegals to vote. Um, that's why you got these assholes out there with guns, you know, provoke, you know, trying to trying to start shit. And it's it's crazy to me right yeah. now the way the way that it is. And when you talk to these people, you know, real real diehard Trumpians, right? Trump trumpets, like yes. they they are balls to the wall, crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not the only one, right? Like they they remind you of flat earthers. Or yes, like, yes. Oh, yeah, they're steeped in conspiracy theory. There's no right, way right, around. Right, 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 yeah. right. They live in that. They live in yes. that. And it's, and it's like this little bubble, you know, like watching, I don't know who it was. I think it's one of the guys from Daily News. He was at the Trump rally. And he was uh, Jordan Klepper. Jordan Klepper, yeah. He's like, he's talking to the guy and he's like, he's like, oh, so you think that, you know, uh, having a conservative court is going to do good? He's like, yeah, you know, he's going to, it's going to outlaw abortions, blah, blah. And he's like, you you want to tell women what to do, but you're not out here wearing a mask. You want to save lives, but you don't want to wear a mask. And he's like, yeah, because we're not sheeple. Yeah, I that was, guy. I yeah. was like, I was like, what? Like, what's wrong yes. with you? Like, what right. w- what leads you to have these thoughts? You you really have to be something. You know, you you already have to be weak minded. I think. You know? Dude, you do, you do, and, and and I'm glad you said that because Dan, I don't know if you saw that with Jordan Klepper, but in the same one, no. he approach he approaches a guy and says, "What do you think about mail-in ballots?" And he said, "Those those should be illegal for everyone. I'm not going to do it. No mail-in ballots because that encourages cheating." And Jordan is like, uh, "Except for the president." And he goes, "Well, what do you mean?" He goes, "Well, the president votes by mail." And, <laughs> and the the guy's like, "Well, that's." different and you could just see his little brain like explode yeah. <laughs> like in his eyes and, and he's like how is that different and he's this like because just... it's different like and and jordan's like yeah like, <laughs> how is it different and the guy it's it's and i think ruben you hit the nail on the head these are already small-minded folks that then they they feel like they're latching together like it's not just me you know, and they're right. they're they're they feel there's this cause. They have a cause. Right. I you saw know? I saw on the news that there was a police officer at one of these uh, early voting stations wearing a Trump mask. Mm. Oh, I mean, they get away with killing people, so I'm sure they'll get, <laughs> sure get, get away with wearing a Trump mask. I, I think I saw the the article. I mean. Let's be real here, man. These guys aren't hiding, you know. Uh, and look, um, you know, I want to be clear. Like, I don't think all cops are bad cops. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think just like with human people, you know, with people in general, you've got your good and you got your bad. The problem is, is that we've got a lot of good cops whose hands are tied because of immunity laws. They don't want to be ostracized. You know, you call a guy out, he doesn't get the full, you know, up and out, out of the out of the precinct or out of the, you know, not, he, you know, being banned from being a police officer or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, what does that do to your career? How do other cops treat you? So again, like, you know, we have to start writing these laws. Not only, I mean, we're one of the countries, we have the shortest police training in the world. Mm-hmm. I did read you know, that. In the world. So, you know, there's a lot that we could be doing different. I just um, took an online course. I'm a cop now. <laughs> right. Right. You, you've got the right to go out and beat people. Yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, it's it's pretty much that easy. You could do it probably online, maybe. Uh, but but yeah, it's one of those things where it's just like, I can't, I can't believe that this has gone this bad for so long. And these are the people who we say, go protect our community, go, go protect and serve, right? But they're, they're just like under trained to the fullest. And then at the end of the day, you put bad people in those kinds of situations, they're gonna, they're gonna flourish. They're gonna yeah, take oh, yeah. over. You know, so again, that's what we're seeing. These guys ain't hiding. They're out here throwing up white power and they've all been tied to Facebook links and, and pages that are white supremacist groups. So they, they're not making any qualms about it. And and again, it's it's funny that Trump has given them that platform, right? Like Trump is definitely, without a doubt, I think we can all agree, mm-hmm. Trump has definitely given these guys that platform. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's so obvious to everybody, you know, except for the people that follow him, you know. They they don't want to acknowledge the fact that the KKK and other white power establishments have endorsed him. Um not just said, "Hey, we like this guy," but like literally, I hope he gets reelected. Yes. Right. And and they don't want to pay attention to that. They they have their own excuses. Oh, they're uh, these people, the KKK and the white nationalists, they don't understand what he's really saying. They're taking everything out of context. Okay, because yeah. we, we heard it loud and clear. I mean, yeah, it seems pretty simple to me. No, I, I agree. And I think, um, I don't know if you guys, you ever, you watch that new Letterman uh, thing on Netflix where he <laughs> interviews? My, my next guest? Yes. Something like that? So I saw the, a couple of them, yeah. The new season just dropped, and Dave Chappelle is on there. So immediately I skipped every episode and went right to that because... He is a visionary. He's an orator. He is uh, someone I very much look up to um, in the comedy world. And I love comedy. And I think I'm feeling like he's slowly becoming our next George Carlin um, because his his shows are starting to transcend. It's not just like poop and weed jokes anymore. It's like he's talking about real shit and he's very, very educated in his topics and one thing he, that he said to Letterman is that he's not taking this election seriously anymore, and he was. And I was like, ooh, I don't, I'm not sure I like the sound of that. But he said, when I, and Letterman said, when did you stop? Or, or something along these lines. And, but his exact response was when Biden came out and said to, that Trump was the first racist president. And he goes, and now it's just two old white guys arguing like usual. That's all it is that have no clue. And I mean, don't get me wrong. He wasn't talking. That's the only thing he said about Biden the entire thing. He talked a lot of shit about Trump, obviously, and just how he's a monster and how there's no empathy. There's no empathy in the chair anymore. He kept saying that chair. There's no one empathetic in that chair any longer. But I mean, that's a. I think that's a crazy point, too, that we have to think about and step back as especially, you know, Dan, you're the whitest person in this room. And you, I mean, you're so white. I'm uncomfortable, Dan. So you should really listen to this. Um, yeah. Is that, you know, yet again, it's just two white guys, you know, that are both. I mean, as much as I'm voting for Biden, Biden wasn't my first choice. Bernie was. But what I'm trying to say is, is we are still not making progress when most elections are just two old white guys. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. I guess when it comes down to who became the 
elected person for each party. I mean, I guess it's not that big of a surprise, but I would say that if you look over the past 20, 30 years, the candidates have become more widespread. You know, you're going to see a lot more people of color and, um, you know, women, et cetera. I mean, the concept of there being just four years ago, a, a woman, it wasn't Hillary the first woman ever for the Democratic Party. She was a, the first woman to ever actually make it to that level. I, mean, I think yeah, she I was. So, yeah. And yeah. now we have yeah. now we have the potential of having a female vice president. That's never happened mm-hmm. before. Um, so getting there, I mean, yes, the two people at the head of the table are two old white guys, but you know, progress is slow. Right. Yeah. That's gen. Yeah. That's generational. I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, listen. I mean, if you look at if you look at the Repub- at the Republican uh, primaries and and the people who were who, who were running to make it uh, to to be the party's uh, you know official face uh, to run for president. If you look at the Republicans, if you look at the Democrats. There's a huge you know difference there. You know, you had Andrew sure. Yang. Yeah. You know, you had Kamala sure. Harris. You know what I'm saying? So I think that. Gen- generationally, where we're, the Democrats are a few years ahead of the Republicans in the sense where, like, when you look That's at their, when you look at them, they're lined up white guys, old white guys across the board, except for maybe Ted Cruz and Mark Rubio, who, you know, to me aren't even Hispanic. Like uh, those guys, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> what Hispanic family raised them. But, you took their Hispanic cards? Um, Did you take yeah, those? I'm, I'm revoking those. Um, <laughs> you know. But but yeah, yeah I mean, so I think that as we go on, we're going to see more of that, you know. And again, like you know, to your point, yes, it's the we all know this is a, a, a the lesser of two evils yes. scenario. Yes. This is a hey, this is a placeholder vote at best. You know, you can be proud because we're we're removing you know this fucking cancer from from the White House. Um, but other than that. I, I don't think that like I don't think we should rest, you know, and and fall back. I think we should be tough on Biden, tough on Kamala, <clears throat> yeah. you know, you know and, I, and, hold, and hold them accountable. Make sure that they they get things right. I you agree. Know? Right, that's the thing. Even if Biden doesn't want to run again in four years, assuming that he wins, um, Kamala certainly does, and she wants that position. She wants that 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 chair, but. So you're right, Ruben. We have to hold both of them accountable, especially her, and we have to let mm-hmm. them know that what you're doing is or isn't okay. You may have defeated Trump, yay, good for that, but that doesn't get you off the hook. And I think a lot right. of people on the left, progressives, liberals, etc., mm-hmm. mm-hmm. are are simply only going with Biden because we needed to beef up our strength. We needed to make sure that we actually got this motherfucker out of office. Yes, because anything less is not acceptable. So we have to go with someone who is mundane, who is, you know, very moderate and vanilla ice cream. Right. Who isn't who isn't (laughs) going to get us exactly what we truly, truly, truly want. But at least he's not can get rid of Trump. The cancer. Yeah. And that's that's, I, I hate that that that's what it's become, because every single election has always been like that. Right. Like. Whoever we had on recently was saying that's like that's what uh, my friend Mike he was saying like go back for generations like you know it's like that with Reagan and Carter like everybody was saying that they just wanted to get the other guy out of office well it's like yeah but this motherfucker's a terrorist (laughs) he's terrorizing children right now they are in cages 
separated yes. from their parents, yes. and they don't know what's happening to them. They are sleeping on cots with aluminum foil blankets, and they don't know where their parents are See, because just... of him. Well, he I, is a terrorist. Let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Melania did say it was a nice cot. She said yeah. about Christmas, but that it was a nice cot. Yep. You know? So, I'd be best. When it comes to those kids in cages, and I, I can't speak too long on it because I will have a nervous breakdown, and the reason being is that I'm a father, and I'm looking at two other fathers, and supposedly the president of the United States supposedly is a father. So if it is, if you are a father and the thought of being separated from your child in a weird having any idea when you're going to see them again is just okay. And that doesn't disturb you. Mm-hmm. It just, it disturbs me. It makes me physically ill and it disturbs me. In fact, I cannot stay on a topic too long because I will get physically ill because all I think about but are rock, my two children. But rock rock, you don't have to be a father or a parent to, to feel empathy because every single person was a child that had yes. parents. Yeah. But I'm saying so should, even on everybody top of on that, the planet should are, understand Yes, but what I'm saying is, on top of that, as it is, Dan, what you just said should go without saying in my mind. Right, of course. But you add on top of that that he is supposedly a father and that it's just okay. And, and, you know, we got Mike Pence who loves to just pick things out of the Bible because, let's be honest, his actions speak that way. His actions speak that he picks and chooses what he wants out of the Bible. Either you believe in all of it or you believe in none of it. I don't know what else to tell you there. And, you know, and then that, you know, oh, my God, it just it, I I feel like I'm losing my mind. Honestly, I feel like I'm losing my mind. And these people, it's the people that support him. Yeah. And I, I honestly, have we heard anything from Biden or Harris about what they would do with these camps as soon as they became president? No, I mean, I, I would assume that that they would go back to Obama era. Like, I mean, let's be real here. They're just going <clears> to. <throat> They're going to call Barry in, and, and he's going to be a special liaison in there. Oh. And, and he's going he's gonna to hold this guy up, man, because, I mean, it's the only way. I mean, if you listen to the speech last night that he gave, I mean, yeah. you know, you could tell he wants back. You know, he, you could tell he would, he would love to come, you know, be able to do it again. if he had it. And I think that if he can work, you know, through whatever channels allow him to work within the White House, I think that, that we're going to go back to Obama era regulations where, you know, we're separating the, the, the parents and the kids <clears throat> so the kids can go to classes and the kids can be, you know, can be kids. And, you know, at night they go and they, they, they're with their families, you know, and they, they're, not, they're not kept in two different buildings. They're yeah. not separated. We're not losing any of these kids. I mean, Jesus Christ, 544 kids, you know, or 47 yeah. kids. Like, you can't find them. What happened to them? What is it? Yeah. That's, that's, it's, it's not yeah. a, it's not a, it's not a case of water. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you didn't yeah. put down, you didn't put down some, some, some trays of, uh, 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 you know, food. Like what? These are kids. These yes. Are kids. And, and, and again, like, <clears throat> and I guess so 500 plus kids missing. God knows how many more, um, all of this shit going on. And the headlines are, is, is Donald Trump going to diss Hunter Biden tonight? Yes. You know See. So, so again, like yes. we, we, we're, we're, we're devolving, dude. So even as much as we need to get rid of this cancer, right? We also need to really sit down and buckle in, and 
and start to write to our representatives and start to really become active in our communities. Because if not, like, it's just going to be the same shit over mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're at. And I think that that's, that's something that has taken me 39 years to realize, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and I got inspiration from a, a really weird place because a lot of people would say, oh, like, that's a really weird place to get inspiration from. But truly it was, it was from Hamilton because even though everything that happened back then was fucked up and a lot yeah. of those men were fucked up, you know, slave owners and shit like that. Um, man, those motherfuckers fought for this country, you know, for an ideal that they believed in to, to create a more perfect union. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that we've gotten away from that, but we, we, oh, we, yeah. we've, we've become, we've become prisoners of our own escapism. You know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're so mu- we're so drowned in work and providing and paying bills that nobody wants to, nobody wants to really critically think you know what I'm saying? After all of that shit, they want to sit down and they want to watch Kim Kardashian fucking, you know, ski down a slope or they want to watch a food cooking show or a yes. fucking show about a guy building a fucking treehouse. But, you know, anything to not feel plugged in, you know what I'm saying? And I think that they beat us that way. You know, mm-hmm. I think that that's why we're so uh, and then when we do get fucking pissed we burn shit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's one extreme to the other. Either we yeah. don't do shit or we burn shit to the ground. This is why it's taken a long time for Hispanics, people of color to be taken seriously because we're, we're at a point where we're just kind of empathetic until it really affects us. And that's, that, that to me is my biggest message to people when I talk about politics and, and where we're at right now is, you know, if you want to, if you want to do something, do something now. Yes, put your vote where it counts. But when it's over, sure. put in some work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Find, find places where you can make an yeah. impact. So to me, I think that's the most important part. Because if not, it's never going to change. There's, yeah. there's what, 300, 350 million Americans? I mean, give or take. And most of us complain that we've we've just heard too much of the news. We're tired of the news cycle. We have to unplug. We have to get off Facebook. We have to do this. Mm-hmm. We have to do that. Uh, too much. What were you doing before? You were watching fucking Dancing with the Stars. You were doing. You were watching all kinds of TV and movies. I mean, Asleep every time I watch, tons of people talk to me about what movies and TV they seen lately, but they haven't said to me like what senator they just wrote a letter to. Mm-hmm. That's so they, they say that they're all like, oh, I can't stand it. It's too much. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Americans are so lazy. There's something yeah. wrong with the country that you live in, and you have the right to do something about it. So stand up and do it. And that's that's what that's what America is supposed to be, is it's supposed to be there's something wrong, and as a populace, we're going to work together. Right. And we're going to fix it, you know, and I, I think that maybe all in all, maybe that's where we need to get back to is I think, Ruben, to your point is is just going back to that time, um, you know, make politics boring again is what I say. You know, let let the right. let the people with the sharper minds take care of this so I can just read comic books and collect toys. But we're not there anymore. Uh, you know, we're it's just corruption and just rich white guys telling uh, uh, a rainbow swath of the United States how they should be living their lives. And on that note, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, um, I think, uh, different FUPA styles, different ways to style your FUPA. 
uh, put a little bow on it. We're even going to talk about some Christmas and uh, Halloween themes for your fupa. We'll be right back. Are you a small business looking to advertise on Critical Mass Podcast? Well, check us out on our Facebook page at Critical Mass Podcast 69. Contact us there to find out what your options are. We'd love to get the word out there about your business. Check us out. Wow, I didn't I didn't know a keyboard could be racist. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, no, I do have a live read here. It's it's actually very interesting. I have two of them, but I'll save I'll save one. Although I did, well, the one of them's not finished yet. Um, but this, the one that isn't finished, I thought uh, Ruben might enjoy. It's about a Borderlands camp. So stay tuned next uh, episode. <laughs> All right. Um, this one, although Halloween's on the verge, you know we're we're almost there. Um, so I'll I'll dump this one now. It's the Halloween Scare Shack, and it's brought to you by the Boy Scouts. And it's held at the local Catholic church. And you're going to want to come, come, come on down and want. I'm trying to read that. <laughs> They're going to pull their sponsorship if we don't take this seriously. All right. So come on down and wander the bone chilling halls at night while terrifying figures lurk in the shadows. Bring a friend and get a surprise from the mystery box. No parents allowed. <laughs> oh, wow so those kids are gonna get raped <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's what wow. the pope was talking about earlier this week i don't think that's exactly what that was <clears throat> jesus that's scary that that's a horror movie on its own you know that's yeah midsommar okay. meets you know the boy scouts or something oh god jesus christ so dan oh. what the fuck did you want to talk about <laughs> Oh, speaking of being distracted by um, the media, uh, the newest season of uh, The Voice is on. This is one of my wife's favorites. And with a gun in my mouth, I'm forced to watch it. Yep. Yeah, and, right. And there's, and there's one person in particular that I really enjoy watching on that show. And it's the sad, depressed Carson Daly. Oh God! Have you life. seen? Have you seen him? No, but he's like he looks like he's had a few two jelly donuts. Dude, turn on the TV when. The, by the way, the voice finds its way on the t- the TV like three or four times a week. It's absurd. Yeah. And I don't have watch, cable. Watch the shell of a man that you once knew from TRL. The lights have gone out from behind. Dude, he's so sad. It makes me laugh. Whenever I see him, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine one minute guy. you're blowing lines with Fred Durst and <laughs> getting hand jobs from Castrini Aguilera, who's just always sweaty, mind you. And uh, body, now body. That shit's hard to get off in the shower. That's true. And now he's he's hosting the voice and he's not even a huge part of it. He just kind of is on stage for no reason. Hey, you did a great job. Like, yeah, shut up, Carson. Like people can actually say to him now, shut up, Carson Daly. We don't respect you. <laughs> like it's so sad. It's just it, kinda. He calls he calls Ryan Seacrest at night and he's just like <laughs> 
Let me be you, man. Let me be you. How do you Shit. do it? How do you do it? How do your teeth stay so white? Um, oh, God. It's, it's crazy because I used to love the voice. I used to, like, there was something appealing about the first couple seasons of that show where, like, uh, I don't know, like, I guess, you know, in your naive mind, you really think that the, the judges have never seen these people when you know damn well oh. they have. Um, oh, yeah. But it was, it was, it was cool for a bit, but. After a while, it, just like any of those shows, it just gets it just gets well, so boring. It's like all the same shit over and over again. Oh yeah, have you guys ever been to American Idol with a contestant to see no. what it really happens? No. So I have. I what? dated. Yeah, I dated a girl in high school that <laughs> was gonna sing for American Idol, and I'm not kidding. She was very talented. Where were the but, auditions? Yeah. Uh, they were in Niagara Falls. So her parents took her there and I went as the doting boyfriend, you know, that all I wanted was her to just rub her hand on my crotch until, <laughs> you know, I messed my pants and I figured this is going to get that to happen. So I'm going, right. you know, right. full, su- but full then, support. Exactly. Exactly. So with that being said, so what happens is there is a really long line, um, but the whole thing is staged from the beginning. And what happens is, is you don't actually see the judges, you see other judges and it was weird. It was like cubicles and it was really loud. And there was just like random ass judges sitting in these cubicles and you'd go in there and this is how they were picking them. It one, if you were a super talented singer, you went on and then you finally meet Simon and them and be on the show. Right. So it's almost like a screening process to get to that point. Yeah, of course. But listen, there was a, there was another side to this. They took the fucking special needs. They took the short bus people as well. For entertainment factor. So her, she was talented, but she wasn't out of the crazy. She's like, I wasn't fucking crazy enough, but I wasn't talented enough. They were telling me how I did a great job and how they would love to see me next year. But like that, that they weren't interested. And Mm -hmm. then, and then that's it. And then you, you go, that's how they do it. They scream. All these people first. So just like you said, Ruben, like I highly doubt they haven't heard these people before. Yeah, they've been screened. They've mm-hmm. been warned. They know. Yeah. It's all it's all that it's all that reality TV. But and, yeah. and again, we're we're all just eating it up. I'm I'm a victim of it too. You know, what yeah. what what the, the shit that trips me out that like, you know, talking television real quick is uh stuff. No, I'm glad can, it'll take right into my topic. Right, so my please girl continue. my girl watches like those um like the shows about like the families that have like 32 kids you know, <laughs> or, or like the the little people the little people shows oh big world or some shit yeah little people big world and i like this shit trips me out man and you got to think that there's got to be a market for this this is why it's on television and it's mm-hmm. and, and you know she goes into the app and this just got like 17 seasons i'm like who's <laughs> yeah. who's watching 17 seasons of a show with a guy that has don't, three wives. Don't, you, don't you spoil know? it for me. I'm only on season 13. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, like, 
is he gonna get a stepping stool next? You know, next season. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are, like what are the allure, like what are the allures of this shit? But my girls sit there and watch the shit out of that. Like, and, I don't know, man. It, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy what we are entertained by and what we are yeah. distracted by. Well, I was it watching. I will and admit, it's all I... on the Learning Channel, guys. It's all on the Learning TLC, Channel. TLC, like TLC. If that is if that doesn't like fire off in your brain. <laughs> well, I got to be honest, you know, I was I was enjoying a little bit of the masked singer because I enjoy the the voyeurism aspect. The like, ooh, you let's are dead ooh. inside. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No, but listen. Listen, so I'm enjoying I'm I'm enjoying the aspect of like, okay, who is this? Like, let me try and figure this out. That would be fun. Oh it's it, it, for light entertainment. And so they bring someone out. They bring someone out and fully, uh, you know, uh, masked up, if you will. They're in their costume. You can't tell who it is. Yeah. Sure, and there's sure. lights and there's lights and there's sound music and all this stuff. But they, the camera cuts to this woman in the audience mm-hmm. who looks as if she has seen the fucking Beatles for the first time. <laughs> I mean, she is like pissing herself in the aisle, <laughs> screaming, throwing her arms up in the air. I mean, it's just someone dressed up in a costume. You don't even know who it is, and you're fucking losing your mind. That just tells me, okay, this is not any different than any other bullshit we've ever no. seen. It is 100% full of shit. I get when you're on a production crew, you're yeah. trying to get everybody ramped up. Maybe you're sitting in the in the in the audience that day, and your girlfriend was like, "Yo, let's fucking take some Molly. Let's let's go nuts tonight, right?" Yeah, I don't know. I'm the okay? singer. Let's go crazy. Let's... I mean, it's a giant. It's a an amazingly visual experience. I don't know. Maybe she was on drugs, but <laughs> come on, guys. Eat no a one's caps a, with me. <laughs> no one's that excited to see a a medium grade B level celebrity dressed up who can't sing. It's a joke. No. It is. It is a joke. It's an absolute joke, and I'm glad you brought that up with the mask singer and and TV. And you guys really set me up real well. So thank you both. Um, Sasha Baron Cohen has a film that's mm. about to drop on Prime, and that is Bo- Borat. Hang on, I have the whole title here, and I love the title. So yes. you're gonna <laughs> hang on. I'm gonna the- pull it up. They had to say the title during ads for like the New York Times podcast and stuff like that. I mean, the yep. title is so absurd. Go ahead. Here it is. Borat subsequent movie film. Delivery <laughs> of prodigious bribe to American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> that's the entire title of the film. Now, um, the big controversy that's coming out that is in, is bothering me is against... Uh, Batman villain Rudy Giuliani. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is kind of looking like now that you mentioned that. He's. I feel like he. He should definitely be a Batman villain. He is like, a Batman villain. He is a real one. We have one, and he exists. Yeah, he really does look like a fucking. Not the penguin so much, but just like a overly makeup, like weird looking villain. Yeah, something. So this is so. Everyone's like, there's the photo. It's a still frame of the scene. And he's got his hands down his pants in front of a 15-year-old girl in a hotel room. And it looks bad. Furthermore, he's like already gone to all these different interviews and has been like, "This, listen, this looks really bad, but it's not what it is. And the I fact that... I was tucking in my shirt. 
Well, th- there is actually he he's not wrong from what I read. So I read a Snopes article. They did a quick investigation. And this kind of brings me to fake news, because if we're telling the conservatives that what they're doing is fake news, right, mm-hmm. then shouldn't we demand the same thing from the news that we the three of us what we should demand the same yeah. thing. So through me, I, before I made fun of this this morning while I was on the shitter. I, I said, I'm going to do a little research, and I'm going to figure this out. And I, I looked at Snopes. That's who I trust. And they said, this is what happened. He was tricked into in being interviewed by this girl. He was told she was 15. She's really a 24-year-old actor. She asked – she invited him into the bedroom for an interview, which he accepted. Right. They went into the bedroom, and the entire room is rigged with hidden cameras and Sasha Baron Cohen on the other side. Now – during the situation, she did kind of coax and ask if he wanted a massage, and he actually turned her down. He said, no, thank you, and he started to say how it was making him uncomfortable. Now, his mic pack was was put, not, they're saying strategically or not, his mic pack was put down his pants in the front. So he laid down and reached down to pull the mic pack out, and Mr. Baron Cohen, of whom I love, saw the opportunity and burst through the door, screaming, what are you doing? She's only 15. <laughs> she's, too, she's too old for you. Right? Nah. She's too old for you. Now, um, now it's, it's hilarious, but it, people, I, I just, I want, Giuliani and Trump are criminals, and I want us to focus oh, on yeah. that. Does, yeah, that yeah. does that make sense? hundred percent. Of course, of course. Because hey, if we start to, if we start to, um, you know, kind of do this whole, you know, tit for tat, share bullshit to share bullshit. Um, look, listen. We know Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen. He's, he's, he's a master at what he does. Yes, he um, is. He could catch anybody, you know, slipping. Mm-hmm. Um, does the still picture look good? No, it doesn't. Um, he did turn her down for the massage. He's not stupid. You know what no, I'm saying? Like this, he's not. This is, this, is a, this is a politician, man. You know, like this is, this is a guy. He, let, let's not forget <clears throat> Giuliani cleaned New York City up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, he did. Uh, he, he, people hated Giuliani and feared Giuliani. You know, so it was, it was one of those things. This is a guy who's been in office, who's, who's been a lawyer for a long time. He's not a dumb guy. He was you on know. Seinfeld. Right. He, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I, I don't know if, if he was going to do something ridiculous, like, you know, whip it out in front of the show. I doubt it. You know, I don't think, I don't think a guy of his tenure, mm-hmm. but he's also being fed Russian lies. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, so there's, a, there's a level of, of pass that I give to these guys. Uh, I don't think that this kind of shit should, should get as much play as it does. You yeah. know, the fact, the fact that, the fact that intelligence committees and the FBI article on Rutgers, if you know, has said Giuliani has been fed this information through another person that he knows, a personal connection, who was fed the information through a Russian agent. Right. Like this is disinformation. Yeah. Like this is this is a nothing burger, and like that story gets no play. Yep. Yep, but but it was twenty four seven for like a week and a half of like supporting text messages from Joe Biden to his son, right? Which <laughs> yeah. like showed showed nothing. They got a picture of him with a crack pipe in his mouth 
okay, we've this we've established that the kid is a junkie. We or was a junkie or recovery. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not running for president. But he's not running for president. So yeah. again, let's move on from that. Let's talk about how did how did Giuliani get this information? No, what we're talking about is fucking Borat two, and, <laughs> yes. and, and, and probably a forty-five second scene. In That's the not the title, Ruben. That's, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. Um, and all respect to Sasha Baron Cohen because he is a gem. He really is. He's great. And the new Aaron Sorkin movie as well on Netflix. Um, yeah, yes, yes, um, that's on Bor- my list. <clears throat> Borat Two was def- is something I've been anticipating for a long time, but again, like you know, it, it, it's the same sh- shit that would that happened on going went, went on last night and this week with the Avengers and and them showing up for Biden oh. and Kamala, like and you know and the whole Chris Pratt thing and him. Oh God, up. the Chris and Pratt thing. And it's like, listen, what you know, Chris Pratt you know, thing. What are you talking you about? Get, so... Now we're gonna get mad at at Star Lord. We're gonna get mad at Star Lord. Well, he's a, a Trump Christian. supporter. But he's not. He's, he's never, not a Trump supporter. Come on, he, no, man. This again. This is where, no, where he's no. never said. He's never said anything about Trump. He married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. Have you heard Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. talk anything good about? Trump? Yeah, that's you a think good he's point. He's going to let his daughter, you know, marry some some crazy Trump supporter. No. So wait. Yeah. So he, he marries he, he marries a woman who's related to a Republican, and now he's a Trump. That doesn't make any sense. No. Right. Big deal. Like, and like it just you know the thing is is he belongs to to a certain church or something um that's like supposedly does summer camps for like conversion yeah. you know for homosexuality and again like but is he Chris speaks Pratt, at these. yeah is, 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 but is he speaking at him i mean i don't know you know what i'm saying so, like, these are the things that i don't know i got to go do that research you know but at the end of the day it's like it's fucking chris pratt dude the dude's the dude's a nice guy you know what i mean andy like dwyer <laughs> And, and yeah, like I don't, I don't know how. And again, same thing. Like, does does our president and our vice president need to be rubbing shoulders with the Avengers for a fundraiser? Like, yeah. Like, let's take this a little bit more serious, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I'm disenchanted with with a lot of the stuff that's going on right now. I think it's a lot of dog and pony shit. Oh. You know? And we're and we're all we're, yeah. we're in a place where we're all getting upset. You know. For every little thing, and it's not just the right and the left. It's it's like it's everybody, everybody. It's like we 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 gotta learn, or we gotta relearn, right? How to kind of just respect other people's views, as long as they aren't a harm to society, right? To the overall bigger picture. Yeah. So listen, you want to go to church and you want to pray to to God, go ahead and do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you want to, but if you want to tell me that like you know, our 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 political system isn't being infiltrated by foreign powers and they're not feeding us disinformation through social media because you think it's the deep state and like oh, the Jesus. Freemasons, you know, I don't know what the, I don't know what to do for you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, this is that's what's dangerous to me right now is mm, like conspiracy the extremism. Theory. Yes. You know, because there's a little bit of right. There's a little bit of truth in. And all of these things, right? Like, sure, uh, there's a nugget of truth, right? Of course, it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. We all know JFK was out to change the game. You're talking about a president who sat in the Rose Garden and smoked joints. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was going to change the way things were done. So, you know, I would assume the powers that be, you know what I'm saying, did what they did. Uh, was 9-11 an inside job? We can go all day for that. You know, oh, God. Like there, there, there's 101 reasons that littered throughout these things. But when we talk about the our governing bodies and 
and like the the powers that are put in place to protect us and to serve us if that's being weakened we shouldn't be ta- pointing fingers and saying oh no it's them or it's that no mm-hmm. no no it's them it's them and we need to do something about that right is we it, they are looking to destabilize us here like we, we the people we right we don't live a perfect we by far we don't have a perfect country but we are very very established and we are still the epicenter of where people come to when they want to make it right quote unquote yeah. you go to america right so you go to new york you can make it anywhere right that's what they say so we need to get back to that it's we it's, can't, it's we can't do that we can't do that if we're not trusting each other you know i agree with you 100 percent, ruben it's like having a fight with your significant other in your home and disagreeing with them on something and, and being loud and vulgar about it even and then your neighbor not even your next door neighbor your neighbor who lives on the other end of the street opens the door and starts fighting with you guys <laughs> it's like yo uh, like yes i have beef with this person in my house but this is my house like we're right. gonna fight about it and right. one of the sides is just saying that that's not happening at this moment <laughs> right <laughs> That person is not yelling at us right now when you clearly yes, see them is. yelling. He's standing in our in our living room. <laughs> look to your left. I will not look to my left. Joe oh. Polinski is standing right there, honey. He's telling you that no. you cut the hedges too short. Obama is telling you that Mr. Polinski is right there. And because Obama's right. telling you that, it's just simply not true. Um, no, but I mean... All good points all around. I mean, I I can't. I don't think I could disagree with with a single thing you said. Um, it, it's it's just it's crazy. I I call them misdirections, and you two have kids, so you know what that is. They, you know, uh, my kid wanted a chocolate brownie, but I took it out of his face and gave him a banana instead, and he wanted the banana. And I feel like that's what the news does. I feel like something happens and then another story comes to eclipse that and it's a hotter story. It's a better story. And you you see it time and time again and all news media outlets do it. And I, I've always been curious to know what the reasons are, you know, specifically for killing a story or making a story smaller. That's why news editors are probably the most powerful people in the country. Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. But, um, I just, I, I'm, it's it's insane to me, you know, and then was tell me, guys, the, there's another story about a guy a, that lived. Was it Delaware that apparently got a bunch of Hunter Biden's laptops and Giuliani got those laptops from this guy who didn't want to tell the police that he had these laptops and somehow they were all copied and they hunter biden flew across the country to get rid of them it's just this ridiculously long and convoluted story that is genuinely happening and the trump campaign is 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 taking this information as if it means anything and what the the biden identity Yes, but oh, yeah, right. Identity. <laughs> but what's terrifying is on top of that, and I, I said this in the last episode, and I'm going to say it again, is that we are in a pandemic still. Mm-hmm. We are in multiple wars overseas that we know of. Um, 
there are widespread racial tensions in this country. Um, the police are getting more and more um, uncovered. Their hoods, if you will, are being taken off of them, right? right. Um, white nationalism is becoming a severe domestic terrorist problem in this country, right? But our president is concerned about the son of a man who is not in, uh, not a president yet, his his laptops to get information on him to ensure that Trump wins the election. So of all the things I listed, our president's number one thing is the election. And I'm so sick and fucking tired of hearing people say, I'm voting for Trump because he puts America first. <laughs> Are you fucking stupid are you fucking stupid i don't possess i you guys know me i don't possess any type of special knowledge above you okay i just know how to fucking read and i don't understand where that got lost i, I didn't does make... though he does though rocky he does put america first and then they see that they understand it they get it he promised to do X, Y, and Z, and he has done X, Y, and Z. This whole campaign is running on a slogan of, a, of promises made and promises kept. And about half of the promises that he has made, he has kept. The problem is we don't agree with what he's done, and he has done and followed through with a lot of those things. He's kept America first. He's pulled us out of the Iran agreement. He's pulled us out of multiple uh, international conglomerate deals. Um, he's He's purposely and selfishly put him or America in that sense ahead of any other international cause or reason or justification. That's what his voters wanted. And that's what he's doing. But did they want that? They, they understand. They don't even understand that. They don't care. That it doesn't even affect them. None of these they things. They believe him when he says that we're getting shafted in any deal and that when he's through with it, then we're in a better spot than we were. That they'll still we be making we thirty-five thousand dollars a year at, we a, at in, a call center. Right. We were yeah. make. We were what in a trade deficit of I don't know thirty-two billion dollars or something like that with China, and he promised to completely reverse that. Well, he hasn't. We're still at thirty-two billion dollar trade mm -hmm. deficit, and yet we have a trade war with them now. Right. So there's a lot of other promises that he has failed at, but when it comes to literally making America his priority. I think he's right. I think he has done that. The problem is it's through selfish, horrible means. Right. It's it's the stock market, right? Like that's all he right. talks about is the stock market and the yeah. economy. Like like if he was that's handed fair. such a disaster, right? <clears throat> like at the end of the day, like yeah. Obama handed him a bull market um, that, oh, was, that yeah. was constantly growing. Uh, mm -hmm. He handed him a very stable economy, very mm -hmm. good job growth. Um, you know, it was it was nowhere. You know, it was it was your Absolutely. it was yours to screw up, yeah. right? So to speak. And he did. Like. And and he did that. He reversed he reversed as much Obama policy as he could. He won't even hang the man's presidential portrait in the White House. He won't conduct the ceremony like that oh, has that's happened so for like petty. the last mm -hmm. fifty five years or some shit like that. Um, you know. So yeah, like when when you say that 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 he has kept America first, he has. He 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 makes fun of our allies. He tell mm -hmm. he tells us he tells his base. You know. They're eating our lunch and, and I'm going to I'm going to eat their lunch because they see him as like this pseudo mafioso tough guy. Mm -hmm. But in reality, but in reality, he's just 
a fat old man. You know what I'm saying? But, like who who's never really done anything that merits this. Like like those memes where they where where you see his body like I mean his face transposed on Rocky's body. Oh like, God, that like, makes my stomach like, hurt. You know, or or like on top of Rambo's body. Like <laughs> you think that this is that's Captain Bones. That's that's Captain Bone Spurs, man. What are you talking about? You're talking about five draft. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, you know. You know. Yeah. Uh, he deferment. Deferment. Yeah. Um, you know, like yeah. come on, get out of here. Like he's got bone spurs, but he can, but he can play golf. Like, come on, man, come on. Oh yeah, dude. So, so like, yeah. I don't understand the. Uh, it, it's and, and again, maybe it's the media or the TV. Like, like I said, maybe we just made him like this, this icon. You know, we did this to ourselves in a way because Trump was a national brand, right? Like, one of one of the biggest one of the biggest arguments that my that my friends, you know, that are still my friends. Who, who, who choose to be Trump supporters, one of their biggest arguments is like, why didn't you hate Trump back then? And my, my answer is always like, he didn't affect me. You know, like he didn't, mm-hmm, he yeah. didn't affect my life. Right. Yes. But for the last six years, mm-hmm. he's Fairly, been front, yeah. front and center, man. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's like a fucking, like Martin used to say, man, you're like a fucking gnat at a picnic. <laughs> You know, like you just fucking annoying the shit. Yes. Out of you, you know, yes. Like, I mean, it was like 10 years ago now that he brought up the idea that Obama wasn't even born in America. He started that. He was the birther movement guy. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's oh, why yeah. that's why Obama played him at the press dinner. That's you right. Know, with, dude. The whole, with the whole Lion King video. And again, that shit came back to bite Obama in the ass because he said yeah, he was never going to be president. So yeah. he got he got the last laugh. And that shit bothers me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it it's got to bother yep. Obama. Me too. Um, but, but again, that until he's in prison, how, how foolish we are. That's because, true. Well, and, and Rocco, again, that's a foolish thought too, brother. Like, don't don't ever think that this guy is ever going to pay. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not. Like, yeah. so yeah. this lose lose that thought, brother. They are I, not, yeah, I, they're, I'm they're on the fence. Never. I'm on the fence on that with yeah. that with, with that Roman uh, Ruben because you have yeah. one sense that like okay this guy went fifty something years or sixty seventy mm-hmm. whatever years of his life avoiding. Um, penalty, right? But now that he's in the White House, he's garnered so much more attention, and people are really, 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 really looking into his shit. Right. So sure. there really is a possibility that he could do jail time for a lot of these things. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't the one true thing I've heard him say since I started listening to Donald Trump mm-hmm. was at a rally the other day when he said, "If Joe Biden wins." I might have to leave this country. And, uh, well, because he's being subpoenaed like forty-six right. times. That's, <laughs> that, like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I and, and my my immediate, you know, under my breath reaction when I heard that was was yeah to a country that doesn't extradite. Yeah, because, uh, 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 right. yep. Beca- because where else is he going to go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like when, once you become the man again and you're no longer the president, yeah, sure, you keep. Yeah. You know, a certain amount of of, of of protection, and I'm not with again. I don't wish death on him. I just wish really bad diarrhea. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, if you're listening, I, FBI, right? Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. So this is not me saying that. I, you know, people are going to touch him or harm him once he gets out of office. But people are going to. You know, his his brand is already going to suffer, uh, and is suffering. I mean, his his hotels are reporting major losses yearly. So again. 
once you become yeah. the regular person again, how do you protect yourself from those lawsuits? You don't have the Department of Justice. He's using the DOJ. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, yes. oh, yeah. He's sending the Department of Justice to go fight for the suppression of his tax releases, the right. The, right. The, yeah. the the sexual assault cases, uh, the lawsuits in New York. So what happens when you don't have the DOJ anymore? What happens mm -hmm. when you don't have William Barr in your corner anymore? Which, by the way, who is if he wins, is not going to stay there. Because no, he'll he, be gone. Of course not. He'll be, no, no, no. He'll be gone. Because he can't, and, and the he can't presumption. Even, you know, right. Go ahead. The presumption that a president cannot be brought up on federal charges while sitting in office. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he's literally just, I think that's his sole reason for trying to get reelected. <laughs> Former years of not <laughs> being arrested. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or he's hoping he dies in that time. He's the one hoping that, so that <laughs> yeah. way, you know what I mean? Like, an easy but, way um, I can't remember, Ruben, you said it not too long ago, and it made me think of something. I just wish I remember exactly your wording to quote you, but I don't remember what you said. But it reminded me of, I, I, I brought him up earlier, George Carlin. George Carlin um, is, is, means a lot to me as a comedian because... Um, when I decided that I would love to try stand up someday and something I'd still like to do um, when COVID is done, um, he was my inspiration 100 percent. And my dad uh, introduced me to George Carlin. So that's very special. And um, I definitely shouldn't have been listening to his shit at the age that I did. Um, but it definitely formed me. Um, it had a major impact on my life. And I think to myself, what would George Carlin, if he got a microphone and got on stage, what would he say right now about Donald Trump? What would he say? Right. And I, and something that you said reminded me of an old bit of his, where he said, you don't like the politician? Look at the people. Mm -hmm. and, and he's like, these fucks are the ones that voted him there. So if you got a problem with the leader, why don't you look at the people that put him there? And I feel like he would say, we deserve Donald Trump. We deserve this. Right. We we have gotten here as a country. You get what you deserve. Good. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Mm -hmm. And but he's not going to be a Trump supporter. He would no. just that that would just be his attitude towards it. Uh, and just seeing an interview with him recently, um, an interview before he passed away, where he said, "I'm not even part of the human race anymore. I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to watch you guys kill each other. And I'm mm -hmm. praying for that big comet." I am praying for that comet because for me, he's like, I'm a little sick. He's like, I'm here for the entertainment, and that's all it is. I want front row seats. <laughs> and, you know? But that's that's where we're at. That's that's where we're at, we're, where I believe that wholeheartedly. I think he would say that, that we do deserve Donald Trump. And, and I think that that's what, that's what this has been. And, and, and I can't stress to people enough, like, get – get involved do do things that you haven't done before you know yeah. i i i am I, i'm one that i'm just like how do i stay more how do i keep biden and, and kamala harris accountable you know like as a person mm -hmm. and, and luckily i have a brother who's a teacher who's like dude you're right here here and here you know and that's mm -hmm. something that that i that I'm, I'm we're getting ready to do in the new year is a little podcast uh between me and him just talking about like what groups on a national level uh, and at your state level, uh, how you can become more involved. You know, we're going to try cool. to get people um, to, to come onto the show and talk about, you know, their, their organization and things like that. Because I think, again, it's like our work is so far from over, man. But like if we don't start doing it now, like 
it, it's going to be it's going to be a serious, a way bigger problem than it already is. Mm. And mm. and I think that if Donald Trump gets back into the office and we get four more years of this, I think we're going to have to wait another 40, 50 years before we can even do what 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 yeah. we should be doing. Right. So yeah. what we what we should be doing. Um, so it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually really glad we're so close to yeah. the election and we're just going to know. You know, in the next couple of yeah. weeks, cause I'm, I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, I'm burnt out. I really am on all that stuff. It's exhausting. It's, I agree. It's it absolutely, it's deflating too, yeah. but I'm just so looking forward to the Super Bowl or even world cup, if you will, of politics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's happening. It's coming. And you know what? It's not going to be over in one night. I was thinking for a few years ago, like I'm going to stay up. I'm going to have a party. Like everybody's going to get together. You know, it's going to be like 1130 at night when you finally hit that, you know, magical number. Um, but no, that's not the way it is. Um, it's this is going to be a long, drawn out divorce and it's going to be sick and sad and it's going to take unless months. It's a landslide unless it's a landslide. I mean, then I mean Trump maybe, will disappear. But then, yeah. But even then, but even then they got to count the votes. You know what I'm saying? And, and right. this year we're going to have a record number of mail in ballots and those mm-hmm. get counted last. So even if he wins, I mean, yeah, dude, it could be eight o'clock. It could be eight o'clock at night and and Trump could be losing by a billion points. He's not going to leave office until every single vote is counted. Yeah. And even then, we don't know what he's going to do because he's been very, very openly adamant about not not transferring power peacefully, Mm -hmm. not trusting the system. So, again, you have to think, again, what does this guy have in place? Where mm-hmm. he feels so comfortable giving an answer like that, like I hate to think about like Homeland and Handmaid's Tale, but I, I start to think like, man, if this guy's really backed by mm-hmm. Putin, right, and he's got and and there's and we've got Russian agents in the streets working, mm-hmm. handing off laptops and shit. Like, mm-hmm. who's to say these guys don't have some sort of paramilitary group? You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's gonna protect yeah. him and, and and protect the White House. Like I I don't know, man. Like it's it's crazy. It sounds like you know like a like a Jason Bourne movie, you know. But uh, or you know Olympus has fallen type shit. But it's like it's like I just don't I don't I don't put anything past these guys. I am well, um... forgive me, Ruben, but was was it Venezuela or Colombia re- within the last few years where maybe it was Maduro. Who, yeah, it's he was, he, That's my home he, country. Yeah. yeah, he was voted out, right? But he just literally was just like, nah, I'm he, staying. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing with, with Cuba and now Venezuela. You've got two islands and two and uh, three dictators um, because at the end of the day, uh, you know, they were backed by a Russian oligarchy. Uh, mm. and, and it's hilarious to me that both my, my people, my Cubans and my Venezuelans, uh, Cubans in Miami and Dade County where I grew up, are very pro-Trump. Um, and now Venezuelans uh, have been very pro-Trump because he promised them that he's gonna he's gonna fix things in their country, and Jesus. really, an article just came out last week where he's deporting Venezuelans like via another country, so that it doesn't look like America deported mm-hmm. them. So it's like he's not there for anybody, man. You know, no. and both of these places are backed by by Putin, and you know, back then in Russia, you know, whenever Fidel Castro was trying to take over, who do you think was supplying his guerrilla army and yeah. things like that with, with weapons? So again, you know, it, it's hilarious to me that that 
that they, that these older generations, like I said, I was talking to my brother. My brother's like, man, Russia, Russia was old news, bro. We took care of us. Like, no, we didn't, bro. Putin is like, he's like a KGB guy, bro. Like, this is a yep. guy who's been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's been playing the long game. He's been playing the long game, and now with social media the way that it is, everything is pliable, bro. You know, like. This is mm-hmm. why, like, I watch Homeland. When I watch Homeland, the, the last couple seasons, it, it hit real close to home because of the whole disinformation, like, arc that they had in there. And it's like, this is how they play this game. And mm-hmm. we're all falling prey to it. You know, my, my, my girl just texted me right now. She's watching the debate. She's like, I don't know why I'm watching this. This guy makes me want to blow my brains out. And this is where we're at. Like, mm-hmm. we can't watch two, two adults mm-hmm. discuss policies yeah. and topics that, will, that are for the betterment of the populace no these guys are no. up there one one of them, biden he's just to me biden is just so like taken aback that he can't even put words together to be able yeah. to even say what <laughs> yeah. he wants to say and then we got another guy who's just out there like fucking bigfoot exists <laughs> no I'm the, I'm the greatest i brought uh, back you're football you're, 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 i brought back football it was me i brought back football i'm the best I'm the well, best. i think we had the, i think we had biden's the best Biden's confused because during his vice presidency run and while he was in office, he would say things off the cuff that he would get in trouble for. They would be inappropriate comments or just maybe rude or insensitive even. And it's interesting because now he's looking at this fucking guy (laughs) and all the shit that he says. And he's like, are you serious? Because if if I if, if he were to say even shut the fuck up instead of shut up. I love that he told him to shut up, though. I do. You know, love that. like, like he would have been on hot coals for that. He would have been burned at the stake for for cussing on national. But but Trump can literally say whatever he wants, and so Biden's just looking at him like, okay, I I can't stoop to his level, even though I easily can, but I can't because of my voters. But his voters are okay with it. But it's just, it's it's a know. weird paradigm, man. It's a weird because like they 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 don't. And this is where, and this is where it gets dicey for me, in keeping people in my circle, right? Because they don't acknowledge the things that he does. Yeah. Right? Like they brush them off. Oh, you don't understand them. You took them out of context. He's just joking. But let Joe Biden say, if you don't, if, if you're black and you don't know who you're voting for, then you're not black. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like you want to talk about out of context. Like he's he doesn't mean that like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and even if he does, he's 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 disconnected too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But this is a person oh, yeah. who can be he can be brought to the water. This man, this man can look. I mean, him and Kamala Harris had a heated, had yeah, heated I remember you that. So, and now they're working together. So this is a man that knows that politics is a jab jab move game. And you mm-hmm. gotta be, and you gotta be quick to move on. You can't, you know. They asked him something about at a town hall. They asked Joe. They said, you know, how are you, if you're elected, going to move forward with Republicans with the way that they've been acting? He's like, I'm gonna go in there, and it's gonna be a clean slate. You know, he was like, he was like, mm-hmm. we're not gonna go in there and hold grudges. You know, which again, is possible. But yeah, who you, knows. If, but. If you can, if he can really go in there and make these people work together, shit, man. I mean, that's all we're asking for, man. You know, we're 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 in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. You've given us twelve hundred dollars. Uh, now, if we do the math, it used to be like six dollars and some change a day. Now, up until here, I think we're at like three dollars and some change. You know, to where we are now a day since they gave us the twelve hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
is that what American yeah. workers are worth to you? Is that what American lives? Yeah. Is that how our government sees us? And 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 we're and we're getting mad. Mm-hmm. And we're and, going at and each other's throats. You sound ungrateful. Yeah. You know, you sound yeah. ungrateful to me. Let me Man, tell you something, yeah. sir. Let me tell you something, I'm sir. American. I'm Venezuelan. Let me tell you something. I'm a communist. I know. I've heard it all. I so I could see the genuine the genuine ways of that man when he went down to Puerto Rico and tossed paper towel rolls. I knew right then and there he was a giving giving man. Yes. He, well, the, they that was awesome. actually because he genuinely thought that the paper towels would stop the hurricane. He's like, yeah. I don't understand. Just rub the water off of everything, and it'll be fine. That's what I do when I spill water. But um, no, on that his, note, his maids do that. Oh yeah, right. Um, he on nukes, that note, he nukes the hurricanes. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. Well, we're gonna be right back. When we come back, we're gonna do our fuck yous. Everybody's favorite part of the show. We will be right back. Yeah. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Hello, welcome back to Critical Mass. This is our fuck you section. If you're still with us, you're a good person. I just want to let you know that. I so, don't lie to these people. <laughs> All right, um, I'm going to kick it off. And kick it off. I'll just, I'll just let it roll downhill, as they say. Um, yep. So my fuck you goes out to the guy who attaches the set of LED lights to his truck. <laughs> Do you, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're not a hero, dude. Um, you're not a cop, uh, or you're just a loser with a fear complex over being inadequate. No one cares. Uh, t- uh, toughness is a character trait, FYI, not a barbed wire tattoo equivalent for your truck. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't understand. I see it more and more now. It they they buy these things from Wish.com or wherever yeah. they get these things, and they they attach them to their truck. What are you lighting up that much for? You driving through the forest? Like what? What's happening? I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, it's insane. I it's like it's like the dudes. I saw a dude in a land a Land Rover parked in a Walmart. That Land Rover looked like it had just come out of the car wash. And you know what the fucking thing? It had a snorkel. And if listeners, if you're not Mm -hmm. familiar, uh, a snorkel is an engine snorkel. So he could drive it through a pond. When are you doing that? I just like, I just want to know, like, at what point you like, I understand if we were like in Colorado or in Texas, you know what I mean, where we got the terrain. You're in Rochester. What are you? Are you going to North Ponds Park in Webster? And like the little kids are trying to like picnic, and you're just yeah. driving through <laughs> these little ass pods. Like, take a look at this, honey. <laughs> like, crushing, oh. crushing some kid's electronic sailboat. <laughs> yeah, like, God, damn it! I mean, what is someone doing in a at a Walmart that owns a Land Rover? Being very frugal, there. That doesn't you know, make any sense to me. 
but you know i'm I'm from i grew up in miami where like neon lights and led lights <laughs> like that was like the thing you know like <laughs> you know they would take like a shitty honda civic hatchback and like put ten thousand dollar twenty thousand dollar rims on it and put like, yeah super expensive so it's like these, these kinds of things are not new to me when when i see them though uh i do wonder the same thing i'm just like you don't even spend that much time in your car like <laughs> why do you what why do you, yeah. why do you yeah. need all that like, why do you need it? <laughs> yeah. well it's weird because what you're describing i could make sense of because there there is a certain culture among certain groups about decorations and and you know going all out and looking flashy um because if you have the money then you should spend it it's sort of a a fuck you to the establishment of saying hey look at me you know what I'm saying? I dare you to pull me over. Kind of a kind of an attitude, which I get. These are the guys. I'm talking about these strips of L. It's like a strip bar of LED yeah. that they have on the but front damn. of their car, because that they think culture. that they're they think that they're military grade or something. They think that it's tactical. They're white power culture, Dan. That's that's part of their their culture when they're hunting down people of color. They need the lights. Right. To to you know, as they're driving down the road after the clan rally, they're all drunk. They just got finished hitting their wives simultaneously. And <laughs> the and they're and they all voted for Trump. So I mean that's yeah. Dan, I love to fuck do, you. Right? They all do a, a nightly Trump vote. <laughs> right. <laughs> at, yeah. at the clan meeting. They're, they're like, practicing. We're just practicing. We're practicing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It in. oh God. Um, all right. Thank you. So I'll I'll go through mine quick. Um, oh my god. So I uh, did. I woke up super early months ago, and and this is about toy collecting. Ruben, you know what I'm about to talk about. <laughs> um, so I I pre-ordered a a Star Wars figure through Walmart, but there has been a whole lot of controversy that this is actually ever going to get exactly. Thank you, Dan. There's a whole lot of controversy that it's ever even going to be delivered, that it's ever going to make it here because Hasbro has not been able to meet the demand. And they're Walmart exclusives, meaning you can't get them anywhere else. So yesterday, Dan, this this would enrage you if it was anything else but a toy, because I'll tell you what happened. It's about the store. It's not really about the toy. Okay. So okay. I go to I go to Walmart. I, I, I go through to a bunch of them and no one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> No one has any clue. I don't How, know. Wait, um, time out. How embarrassed are you when you actually have to walk up to somebody and ask them? Um, hi, I'm looking for figure seventeen three dash zero of the Star Wars collection um, from nineteen seventy six. See, and that's the issue is that they should know how embarrassed I must be and take great care. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's where they fail. Failure number one. So anyway, I I get. I get to Mount Reed. Um, Wal- Do we have Walmart? I don't know I say Mount Reed. Do we have Walmart? And this was yesterday. And I get there and I got the baby with me because I'm like, I'm just taking him with me. And I go to the, I go down the toy aisle. And again, there's nothing there. Well, there's a manager right there. And I'm like, ah, gold. Excuse me. Hi, how are you? And I say my, I am looking for these specific figures. They're Walmart exclusives. She knew what I was talking about. She said, yeah, those are actually on a pallet, and uh, they're getting pulled tonight at 4 a.m., meaning they'll be here at 7 a.m. tomorrow. 
And I was like, awesome. That's you're great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Have a good one. And I bounce. I go home. I, I just do everything I can to make sure my wife feels happy and accommodated because I'm about to tell her that my ass is getting up at six in the morning to go stand in line at Walmart for these figures for a toy. Yeah. This, that was this morning. I get up at 6 a.m. and I immediately get in my car and I drive up to Walmart. I'm there by 6.20. I sat, in the, I sat in the parking lot when a line started to form. I got in that line. Turns out there's a lot of different collectors of all different things. We, uh, we all had some pretty nice conversations. But anyway, I get in. I nearly sprint to the toy aisle um, to a completely empty section of exactly what I saw the day before. And my my blood, <laughs> it it didn't boil. It went cold. <laughs> it just went cold. You fell for the Yogi Dog, bro. <laughs> yeah. And there she was, the manager. Mm. And you know when someone steps into an aisle and makes eye contact and knows did remembers you, you did remembers you, full, you. Did you go full Karen? I did not. Oh. I did not. I'm proud of myself. But she. She locked eyes with me, remember me from yesterday, and then started to walk backwards. Like, <laughs> wow. She knew who the fuck like I was. She saw the Terminator. <laughs> right? Exactly. I, I, I did my little duck waddle stomp down the fucking aisle, and I shouted a nice, excuse me, hi. I was here yesterday. Are you pulling those out now? Um, when are they coming out? Oh, um, I don't know what palette they're on. I said, yesterday you told me you knew which palette they were on. She goes, yeah, I was wrong. I said, okay, so how long will it be until they're out here? Like, I, I can wait a little while. And she's like, no, it's probably not going to be today. I said, okay, fine. Will it be tomorrow? I don't know. And I said, can I speak to someone that does know? Like, I'm, 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 t- I'm, I kept apologizing. I'm like, I'm really trying not to be rude. I know how stupid this may sound to you, but it's very important to me. You know, I just... Is there someone that can help me? No, sir, there is not. Like that. Oh. I said, okay, thank you. I hope you have a great day. And I just shattered, walked away. And then I went to two other Walmarts. And one Walmart, the lady looked at me like I had three heads. I didn't even finish the conversation. Mid-conversation, I said, thank you. And I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> And then at the at the last Walmart, you just gave up mid conversation. Yeah, thank you. And I just walked away. Never mind. She's talking about she's talking about Power Rangers and shit. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, you're an older lady. You have no clue what I'm talking about. I'm gonna yeah. just thank thank you so much. And I just walked away. So just honestly, fuck you to Walmart. Fuck you. Fuck you to hell with your exclusive figures. And fuck you, Hasbro, for doing that. When Target had exclusive figures, they had a line set up. They told us exactly what day they were dropping. There was someone out there to be with us. I felt secure with a Target representative outside, and I got my figure exactly when they told me I was going to get it. Walmart doesn't even know what products they have. <laughs> they, they couldn't even tell They're you. Clueless. They're clueless. Yes. You're, you're surprised? I guess I shouldn't be. No. Shouldn't. Come on, dude. You, you fell for the okie doke. Um, you know, before I, before I do mine, I want to tell you, I, you know, I, I was after the fire, I became like a super rabid, uh, Funko Pops collector. Like I was just like, I do I had lost everything and 
I literally just don't. I, I saw the 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 documentary on Netflix yeah. about about Funko, and it immediately reminded me about like the figures that I had. But it was like, oh man, you know, like I needed, you know, I needed to feel happy, and they made yeah. me happy, right? Which sounds really stupid, but again, to toy no, collectors, I feel they, they they understand. Um, and I remember, you know, my big thing was Harry Potter and um, and Fantastic Beast right at the beginning because it was they were just coming out, and uh, Coles got an exclusive, right? And oh, I remember boy. going to that store uh, one time and going to like you know the the customer service section and. I'm back there and asking the lady, hey, have you seen this? And showing her the yeah. picture, blah, blah. Do you know when it's coming out? And she literally looked at me and she said, are you sure that's real? Because, you know, it could be fake news. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> I'm like, hold on, wait a second. No, this isn't fake news, lady. This is a toy. You may not recognize it and you may not know what it is. Yeah. But, like, this is really coming to your store. Yeah, can you just tell like, me if it's here? <laughs> right. Can, I've got the SKU number. Can you just look it up? Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm man, being I, so I, friendly. I've, <laughs> like, I've been there. I've been there. I've done the whole camping out at Target for the Target exclusives. Like, yeah, I got, I got like the the the, the Megazord and the the Dragon Zord uh, at oh, Target. Yeah. You know, what don't I'm don't be rude. I know you're just making those up. Don't be rude. <laughs> no, they're real. Um, and, and it's funny because like you said, like you know, you have those moments in the parking lot with people and other collectors, and like you talk yeah. to them. But really, like, you know, when I first started out, you know, I could give them a fuck you, too, right now. Because, like, those people, they're bastards. Like, they'll yeah. go and they'll oh, snag yeah. up, like, like seven of them. You know, just to they'll buy a them. whole shelf and then resell right. them on eBay for exorbitant right. prices. Right. I hate that shit. But my fuck Ugh. you is, is, is more to a single person. I don't really even know this person. Um, <clears throat> the world will not know this person. But, you know, I went to go vote yesterday. Uh, you know, I wanted to vote early. I wanted to vote in person. Um, so I went and, you know, luckily there were no, you know, militia and there were no, you know, Trump poll watchers good, and everybody good. seemed, you know, down to earth. And I went through my line and <clears throat> I had my Hamilton shirt on, said immigrants, we get the job done. I was like super happy going in there to vote. I did my thing. My, uh, my fiance does her thing and, uh, and we, and we go to leave. And as I'm walking out, this lady behind me just had to get it in there before the door closed. And she just, you know, under her under her breath, but just loud enough for like everybody in ears distance to hear says, you know, the two words nobody wants to hear at that moment, which is go Trump. Right. So it took yeah. everything in my power. You know, I was with my son um, to not turn around and be like, you're a stupid, you're, you're, you're a stupid bitch. You're like, you're a dumbass. Um, but like, you know, for whatever miracle, you know, maybe somebody that knows this woman <laughs> and she'd said the story and they connect the dots. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to turn around and just be like, fuck you. You know, you're, you're a woman. You see the climate in this country. What the fuck is your problem? You know what I'm saying? Like you really just went in there and did that. You really just filled in Donald Trump's name, didn't you? Yeah. Um, so fuck that lady. And you know, that, that's mine because it's like. I didn't say it to you in person because I'm a bigger person, but like definitely I've got the, the platform to just tell you now. And the crazy, like the most ironic part of it, I turn around and she's got a fucking Harvard sweatshirt on. I'm like, yeah, fucking right. No fucking way. Thing. Like get the fuck. I'm not saying that people who have higher education are any smarter than any of us, but like, you know, no. you would think that somebody who went to Harvard <clears throat> would be a critical thinker and would call bullshit bullshit. <clears throat> 
Um, and actually, but, I've heard that Harvard turns out a, a very high rate of conservative law students. Really? It's it's yeah. well known to be a conservative law school. Well, there you I'm, go. I'm learning something right now. So there you go. She probably maybe she did go, you know, to yeah. Harvard. Or her son went there. You know what I mean? Cornell. Cornell super liberal. Yeah. Dude, that's the liberal. That's the one that churns out liberal politicians and and uh, law students. Dude, there is a a, a road in Ithaca right off right off campus. There are seven head shops on one walking road. There is no need for there to be seven head shops. Like I would have been excited at three. Do this three head shops on this street instead. My little brother who went who went to Cornell. Is like you're not gonna believe this. What? There are seven head shops on the street. Let's go for a walk. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Variety, baby. But anyway, fuck that lady, Ruben. Yes. Fuck her to hell. Thank you yes. for sharing that with us. Um, maybe we'll get lucky and she'll have a stroke. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I can't even left that in my yeah. face. <laughs> oh my god. Come on. <laughs> go go Trump. <laughs> Okay. 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 Highbrow. Highbrow. Sorry. I'm sorry. Keep it. Keep it at highbrow. I'm sorry, Dan. Dan. We're better than this. Let's go ahead and just end this. Let's end it all. Suicide pack. Sorry. No, I mean the show. We're gonna end the show. (laughs) That's tomorrow. You're right. I can't wait. Um, (laughs) uh, Ruben, thank you for being here, man. No, thank you for having me. You know, I'm good for it. You know, I'm good to come on here and just talk some shit. I love it. I love it. Thank All you right, again. Buddy. Yeah, well, Dan. hopefully hopefully we'll have you on again um sometime probably after the holidays are fucking over with and uh, uh Yeah, yeah 20, 20, 21 is going to be a big year. Uh, yeah, man. For for everybody hopefully. Uh but I got a lot planned. I got a lot of books coming out. I'm working on the screenplay. So, I would love Hell to yeah. come on and just tell your viewers where to come, Nick, you know, stroke my ego. Yes, beautiful. Let's do that. For now, uh, can you tell people where they can find you for your uh, your comics and artwork? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You or not artwork, your writing. Ruben the writer, right? Um, Ruben the writer uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, and from there you can probably just uh, find my Facebook uh, and all the other various pages for for the agency and in Ferry and all the other stuff I got coming up. Awesome, awesome guys! Make sure that you're you're checking them out. Um, he's a, he's a very talented man. Um, with that being said, I want to, uh, thank y'all for listening tonight. Thanks to the Genesee beard company on Dan's shirt there. Uh, they make your beard feel super good. Dan, let's see that. Oh yeah. Uh, Genesee beard company. Um, check out our buddies over at the insensitive culture podcast. They're funny as fuck. Funny fuckers is what I call them. Um, and, uh, who, oh, uh, check us out, uh, at our, at our friend's site. Don't forget a towel.com. Um, and you can check out defat comics while you're at, while you're at it. Um, and, uh, I know Ruben, you reside there as well. Yeah, man. That just became, that just became my new home actually. You know, uh, Chris and, and Casey were, uh, you know, generous enough to say, Hey, why don't you, you know, bring on the titles. Uh, onto Hell DC yeah. Comics, um, and it just—it's a good fit, man. Me and Casey are good writing partners. We're actually working on that script together. Uh, nice. So, so it's—it's uh, it's become a little family, man. I can't—I can't, I can't complain. I'm in a good place, dude. It's well, you—y'all are one of my favorite groups of people ever. So, fantastic stuff. Um, so, thanks everyone. Thanks again, Ruben, for being here, Dan. 
Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Party on, man. Party on. All right, bye, everyone. Peace.